So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. you guys so much just for being such amazing and faithful listeners to PR yourself with Leah Frazier and rocking it with us from season one to now season three. We have listeners from all over the world just trying to figure out ways to gain better publicity for their brands and for their businesses. And you guys just make me so, so proud. Keep tagging us on social media. We are sharing it out when you're doing your Instagram reels, when you're getting your media mentions and your press mentions when you're on TV. Keep tagging me in those. Um, Tag our co-host that always comes on, Kiana McDaniel and those Instagram reels and let us celebrate you. But before we get into the episode, I do want to tell you guys that you're going to want to get this free gift. This is my free gift to you for 2021. This is something that I normally charge for. So I want you to head to PR yourself with leahfraser.com forward slash course. And on that page, you're going to find that you have a freebie and it is my how to gain press and media mentions during a crisis. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic and our TV stations, our radio stations, our press and media are still operating in the same mindset that they were last year. So it's still very relevant info, but I want to give that to you for free. You know how I am. I'm all about education. So bring that pen, bring that paper. And I want you guys to jot down all of the little nuggets and put it to use. I want you guys putting yourselves out there and getting the publicity you need for your businesses and brands for 2021. Okay. And pay attention. You're going to want to listen to these episodes. You're going to want to sign up for the email list at PR yourself with because I am launching a 14 day pitch it afraid challenge where you will get a video and advice from me, actionable tips for me every single day to build up a plan to where you can pitch, whether it's media, whether it's sponsorships, whether it's collaborations, whatever it is you want to do, you're going to be able to pitch it at the end of that 14 days. Okay. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. So you're going to want to sign up now, or if you have any questions, reach out to me, PR yourself with leahfraser.com, but you're not going to want to miss the kickoff because this, I just have a feeling so many people are going to be blessed by this. And I am excited so thank you guys for tuning in visit pr yourself with leahfraser.com forward slash course get your free gift if you can't get to the web then you can go to the link in my bio on my personal instagram at the leah Fraser or on pr yourself podcast on instagram and your free gift is in that link in that bio as well do not miss out on this opportunity I'm so excited. Let's get it for 2021. And now here's the episode. All right. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I have a rock star on the show today. And when I say rock star, I found him on Clubhouse. And in his bio, it said, put me on your podcast. And you know what the hell I did? I reached out and said, dude, you need to come on my podcast because you're amazing. You're rocking these rooms. You're rocking Clubhouse. And I went out and did more digging on him. He is an expert at crowdfunding, which is something that 
every entrepreneur needs to know how to do. So I'm excited to have on the show today, Samit Patel. Welcome. Hello, Leah. Thank you for having me. And you're halfway around the world. Tell everybody where you're logging in from today. I'm, I'm in London. So yeah, uh, born in London and down here. Usually I'm traveling all around the world, but because of you know, the circumstances, I'm literally stuck in one place, which is not nice at all. So what's the weather like in London right now? Because I'm in Texas and, you know, Texas is like that redheaded stepchild you never wanted because we can't make up our mind if we want to be 60 degrees or icy one day. <laughs> it's It's been snowing the whole week, to be honest. And oh my, my dog is, it's my dog's first uh, snowfall and she's been loving it. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I want to just go ahead and get right into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what is your day-to-day like? What are you up to these days? <laughs> um, yeah, so my name's Sam Patel. I've been involved in the crowdfunding and product launch space since 2015. Um, what this involves is, uh, you know, we get we get various physical products that come to us and say, hey, Samit, we want to launch this to the market, then what my agency would do is strategize on how to create the biggest impact, create the biggest um, long-term survival of that brand. And we're involved in almost like three phases, which I can probably summarize, summarize for you. So number one, what we do is we validate the idea. So a lot of people generally go and spend like 20, 30,000 developing a product when the quickest thing that you can do is almost slap a label on an existing product, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of people that are creating beauty products or they're creating a physical product, they tend to overthink it. So I'm all about the lean thinking. Like how can you create something, test it out very quickly and see whether it's gonna be worthwhile and see whether someone's gonna wanna buy it, right? Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm a firm believer in thinking marketing first and product second a lot of us get into that we, we end up spending three four five months building up website building up social media doing all of this stuff or working on the product or you know creating a mind block around like what we need to do when the easiest thing you could be doing is marketing your business and getting sales because the reason businesses fail is because they run out of money so that that's literally the first thing that we do whenever a product comes to us The second thing we do is help build a community around that product. So once the product or the offer has been validated, then we're creating an amazing community. So for example, you know, someone's created a dog product um, and it's for little, little Pomeranians or something. So what we'll do is we'll create a community around people that love dogs and would also be interested in a particular product. Um, And that's really important because if you don't have a community before you launch your product, you're going to launch to crickets. Um, and the third thing we're doing is we're helping it launch to the market. So we're launching on a platform like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or we're helping people launch through their website or Amazon. Um, and there's a stage after this. So people that generally do successful launches, they obviously are going to do e-commerce. They're going to do Amazon. And later on, they might even do a further raise through, through equity crowdfunding, places like Start Engine, uh, Cedars, Crowdcube, places like this. In your opinion, are there particular businesses that do really well with crowdfunding? Are there others that, you know, because I know a lot of people like bootstrap their businesses and things like that. Um, Or are you saying like, hey, if you guys want us to take a look, you know, kind of anything goes. Um, But are there any particular industries 
or is this like yeah. hey <laughs> it's got well for crowdfunding to work it's got to be something unique i think that's the same with anything really you know if you're mm-hmm. just selling another phone case or for example or another glass you know just for drink or a bottle of water like it's going to it's not the same so you got to think how can you make your product different um so whenever products come to us and say hey samit look this is the amazing product we've created well like actually it's not that amazing or it's not going to do as well as you think like you know we're here to create launches where people generate at least 100,000 plus and go on to raise a lot more mm-hmm. um so we're looking for brands or companies that want to build amazing products and a lot of people have amazing ideas i think a, a lot of them just get the execution wrong which we've seen mm-hmm. again and again you know and jump into something without doing that research mm. so someone will come to us and go yeah we've created this amazing phone case and i'll be like all right cool what's different about this phone case oh yeah um you know shatterproof or something um then we'll be like okay let's let's do a quick google search what's <laughs> let's, let's look for phone cases that are shatterproof and you'll get thousands of listings right and then they'll be like no 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 but it's really you know it's really good because i spent a lot of time designing it and well like yeah we get that and then they'll be like yeah you know but we're really ethical because we're giving more money back to the supply chain and uh you know it's really affordable and I'm like these aren't really selling points like they're not going to get people excited think about what apple does that's so different right if you're going into a supermarket and you like you you've got two types of products you've got a bar of soap or a um iphone and if someone said hey i'm giving away a bar of soap would you get excited maybe not but if someone said i'm giving away an iphone you would because obviously they stack value into that they've built up the the amount of features that it does but then let me flip this around right what if i said i'm going to give you a basket full of um full of uh health and beauty uh health and beauty products so it's going to include the soap it's going to include a really nice hand gel it's going to include a really nice hand cream it's going to so this is this is the the practice of you know packaging up your product so making it seem better than it is so mm. there is an art to that as well but if someone just comes with something that is really the same as everything else it's very difficult to package it up I like how uh what you're saying and and I want to ask you in your opinion because a lot of founders I see will start like their own crowdfunding campaigns, right? They they fill it out, they they determine all the different levels and hey, here's what you get for this or this or that or here's what we're raising and here's the length of time. But what are some of the uh you just went through a couple of mistakes that they often make? but what is some of the other strategic mistakes that they make when they're trying to do this their crowdfunding on their own like what are some of the other steps that they miss where it's like hey maybe i need to get with a summit like with his company and have them do it yeah i think i think it's about you know it it comes down to mindset as well like if you create a product do you truly believe this is going to be the next big thing if so you're going to you're going to reach out to the experts in your field. I think a lot of the times people go around thinking, you know what, I can do everything myself. And this was the same mindset I had, don't get me wrong. You know, when I first started um down in 2009, I was trying to create businesses and I was there doing everything myself. I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to save $100. I'm going to save $50. I'm going to save XYZ because I thought to myself, because I could easily do this, you know. Oh yeah, I could easily create a website. Oh yeah, I could easily learn about this. But you don't realize the m- amount of times you're spending to learn that there's people much better than you. There's people that are going to give you a much better advantage 
by pairing yourself up with these guys. So if you truly believe your idea and you've done some validation testing and you're all in, then there, there is no risk really because you're, you know, you're confident in that idea. A lot of the times people that create products are half in and half out. They're unsure of that idea. This is, comes down to a lack of research and then always having a mindset that, you know, that, that they're going to fail. Um, so I think this is, this is really important. Now, I want to dial it back just a little bit for some people that are tuning in that are like, whoa, 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 Leah, you kind of hit me over the head with this one. You know, <laughs> what what can, what is crowdfunding? I've never considered that, you know, for my startup or I never considered that for my business. Can we dial back just a little bit and go through uh, the different types of crowdfunding that or the options that are available out there? You've listed some that, you know, we've we've heard of before. Like, so you've got your Indiegogo and you have some other sites that that help. But for those that are just newbies to this, what are the other different types of crowdfunding? Yeah. So, so you've got consumer platforms. So the consumer platforms are Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Uh, the way it works is that I could sell you, um, you know, for example, my pet product. I could sell you that and I wouldn't have to deliver it for whatever amount of time. So I can collect orders of people that are interested in my pet product, collect that money and then go and invest in the inventory, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so that's how Kickstarter and Indiegogo works. Um, so you're pre-selling something in advance without actually going ahead and, you know, ordering inventory. A lot of people, what they do is they're like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to go order 10,000 units of this. And then I'm going to sit on it and do nothing with it. So this way, you're not having to go out there and go and buy this inventory, which is really, really powerful. The, the second type of crowdfunding is equity crowdfunding. So equity crowdfunding is where you can get lots of micro investors to become uh, stakeholders in your company. Um, a lot of these stakeholders are they're not they're not going to just back up idea right they want to be they want to see revenue coming in they want to mm -hmm. see that this is an existing business that's doing well and if if that's the case then you they'll invest there's lots of micro investors that will invest anywhere between 100 to 10,000 and beyond and in america you know the, the new rules are that you can raise up to 5 million so it was 1 million but now it's gone up to 5 million which is amazing right and again you know this comes down to making sure you have a community you can't do a successful equity crowdfunding campaign if you don't have a community so usually what people do is they maybe do a um, if they're already an existing business then they would rely on the people that have bought their products because these guys are the, the best people to actually invest because they have bought your products they love you as a brand and they are like your biggest um, fans and then also you you've probably got some investors you know friends family um, and other bigger investors and what happens is if you raise maybe about 20 30 40 percent of what you're asking for this is then going to trend on the platform and this is how you get attention from a lot of other people that you wouldn't have necessarily got there's a third type of um, crowdfunding platform, and this is more of a, um, you know, it's more like charity one. So there's like Just Giving, there's mm -hmm. a GoFundMe, and, you know, if people need like life-saving uh, medical attention or they want to, or they're doing a run for charity, then this these are the type of pages where they go to. So it's, it's giving money for uh, just charity projects. Is it me or do I feel like sometimes GoFundMe has a very negative... Um, stigma attached to it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. 
<laughs> when um, you see it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think well, I think a lot of people go onto it and do a lot of stuff. You know, there, there's obviously every every sort of platform or place you go to, there's going to be an element of negativity. I remember a campaign that was a mum that was trying to take her family to Disney World. And she stuck up a GoFundMe and people are like, what the hell? Like, why are you putting up a GoFundMe to get, take your kids to Disney World? It's so embarrassing. And, you know, it like, like there's people on this platform that are suffering and you're here trying to take your kids to Disney World. Um, so she got a lot of PR for that. Um, the funny story was she actually took down the campaign, but then relaunched it later on and it ended up being successful. So, you know, she got to go to Disney World, which I thought was ridiculous. And a lot of oh, other people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is crazy. So great. OK, so I'm not crazy when I see all these ridiculous GoFundMes <laughs> and I'm thinking, OK, I don't think that was the intent of the platform, but OK. Um, I want to talk about COVID-19 and um, how has that affected the crowdfunding space? I mean, you're the expert. So do you see, do, have you seen um, the use of it go up? Um, is it the same? What is the, how is the pandemic affecting the crowdfunding atmosphere? Yeah. So, you know, we, we experienced it very early on because a lot of our clients come from Asia um, and they, they were the first to experience it. So we had a, we had a huge long wave of it happening where Asia was like, all right, cool. We got, we got to start working. Then next was like us and Europe saying, Oh, we can't work on our projects. Those projects that ended up staying strong and be like, look, we've created a plan. Let's just launch. They ended up doing really well. The projects that were like, Oh, you know, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. COVID blah, blah, blah. Again, mindset, right. We advised them, look, like it's best that you launch like now and stay to the plan because we feel like there's going to be more people at home and they're going to have more disposable income because they're not spending on traveling. They're not spending mm -hmm. on food. They're not going out. So, and what we actually said was actually correct because during that time period, you know, there was the most amount of crowdfunding successful projects because people oh. were literally sitting at that, sitting on their laptop, looking for a way to escape all this negative news. Right. So a lot of people ended up purchasing and that those products were super successful, but then the campaigns that waited and then were like, all right, cool. Then came back to us in October and we had already started building up that community. Didn't do as well because people, if they sign, if someone signs up in February, March, like you're going to forget about that company. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Like, I, I didn't know any of this. And it makes 100% <laughs> like sense because people are at home. They don't have a morning commute anymore. Now, most people are completely working from home all day. And what are we on? We're online. We're connected with the internet and we're on our digital devices. So, um, and like you said, we're not spending as much on a lot of the other things such as travel. And uh, I know the fashion industry, they're figuring things out as we speak. Um, so yeah, that is incredible that you guys were able to advise your clients in such a way that ended up being super successful for them. So yeah, I'm loving I it. Think, I think, I think it's, you know, it's always constantly assessing what's going on as, as COVID drags on and more people are left out of work, obviously that disposable income is going to drop. Um, but we're still seeing people buying. So, you know, as long as it's not some, something crazy high, like a thousand buck product, then, you know, it's still fine. Um, again, it's about cultivating that, that community. If you build a strong community that loves you, um, then it's, then it's powerful. And 
a lot of the times I tell people, you know, I, I give this, I give this example, like you've got Nike who spends billions behind building up that brand. But then if you're creating a brand called Crocodile, for example, and you've created your own trainer company, like you're not going to just go Crocodile versus Nike. You've got to think, okay, how can I be unique? And what we're seeing is if, if for example, Leah, you say, hey, I'm the founder of Crocodile and you get on a little selfie video and showcase you, the person, create that connection to the person viewing the video and then say, hey, I've created Crocodile. My name's Leah Fraser and I created this because I got tired of walking long distances and I suffer from back problems and ankle problems and whatever. And also it's weatherproof, it's shatterproof, it's, you know, we've got a lifetime guarantee on this you're going to be able to sell that much better than if you just had Crocodile, for example. So this is another little tactic that I recommend that people use. Always be the face of your company because it's always going to resonate much more, especially when you're building up your company. You need every advantage to be able to stand out from your competitors. You need every advantage to really keep surviving because most businesses fail in the first five years. So you've got to be crafty and actually think, how can I keep going? How can I keep building successful business and and a lot of people are necessarily don't do the hard things they know what needs to be done the amount of times i have calls with people and i'm just sitting there and i'm like and people reach out to me and go sam i really need your help what should i do most of the time these people have the answers they just need someone to go yeah you're right and that that's what i found a lot of them just get stuck in their mind and just need someone to just go yes this is what you should do like and most of the time everyone has had the answer they just don't know whether to push on it and go all in. So again, it comes down to a bit of mindset as well. I'm just patting myself on the back right here because I've been telling people for years, turn that camera on yourself. And this is the first thing that people will buy into and tell your story and tell your why. And for some reason, there are just people that, and I get it, it's terrifying at first. Um, but like you said, you got to lean all in. Sometimes it's, you just have to do it. It's a mindset thing. Get over it. Cause once people know why you've created that thing that you say is so amazing, sometimes they're like, Oh, I just really like her. I like that reasoning. Here's my money. Take it. You know, <laughs> you're not necessarily going to get everyone that loves you, but you know, most of the people will love you because they got no reason to hate you. Right. But right. this is, it's about creating that connection. You know, like at the moment I feel connected to you, Leah, because I can hear your voice. And even though we've ne like not met, like I feel connected. I feel like I know you. Um, but just imagine if someone put a, a film to that or put a voice to that and combine the both, you know, like you feel connected. Like the people on Clubhouse, for example, we've been talking for about four weeks on there. And even though I've not seen them face to face necessarily, I feel like, wow, I know these guys, you know. And I just that is the last thing I want to hit on. I'm so glad you did that segue for me. Thank you for doing my job. But we've said this keyword and it's like been my word for 2021 is community, community, community. And I feel like on Clubhouse, there's so many different communities there. And I have just been singing as praises for the rooms that I know I can either give value or I've received so much value from, which is how I came across you. So what is uh, how do you encourage folks to get involved in Clubhouse? Like what's your is there a methodology behind it? How can they further enhance their brands or businesses by participating in this app? Like, what's your take? Yeah, so my goal is really to inspire 1 million people. And this is why I, I use Clubhouse. Um, and also on the back end, you know, I get lead generation for the agency if anyone wants to use my 
my business for anything. Um, so my goal has been actually to build up my presence just because it's a brand new platform and, and I think it's going to go places. And those people who become influencers on these platforms early on end up benefiting in the long run, right? And I've already benefited a lot. Like I used to speak around the world and now that's just going to be amplified when COVID comes out because I've met some amazing people who are like, hey, come on my podcast. Hey, come on this. <laughs> or hey, come speak around the world in this area. So, you know, and then them connections I would never make. Like I've got Grant Cardone following me. I've got, I've got Tay Lo Ty Lopez following me. I've got like the biggest people in the industry that you can think of following me. And I would have never had that if I if I wasn't on Clubhouse. Like I knew of these guys, but I don't think they knew of me. I knew some of the great guys because I've been on stages with them, like John Lee and people like that, you know. But other people, like there would have been no chance that I would have got to them anytime soon. I would have probably had to get to billionaire status um, for me to connect with Grant, for example, or had to build up my personal brand so big that I would be on that spectrum. Now, is do you find that you have a preference with Clubhouse? Because I know there's a lot of people we just got done talking about folks that don't like to turn the camera on themselves. This is a platform that is audio only. Um, do you find that you maybe have a preference to Clubhouse via other social platforms for that particular instance? Or are you like, hey, I'm game wherever? <laughs> I think I think audio is a very natural way for people to understand you without actually thinking and looking at how they look. I, I think, you know, because as humans, we're judging people on how they look, right? But this is actually a judgment of people's voices and what they have to say, whether what they're saying is smart enough for you to keep listening. If it's not, then you can leave the rooms. Whereas Instagram, all of these other stuff is literally how good you look and you attract more followers the the more you know the, depending on how you look i think and mm -hmm. and i think the beauty in clubhouse is literally i could be laying there in my bed and talking to people whereas if i've got a video open i would i'd never be on that app that long you know because i, <laughs> I need to do my hair i need to put on a shirt i got to look good i got to keep to brand and it's it's so difficult to keep doing that right whereas audio you could literally just be there 24/7 and literally I'm pretty much there about 16 hours a day at the moment. Um, so I know that's what I just said. Like, wow, when are you sleeping? I got pinged twice today already saying, Zama is in this room where he just started this chatter. He just started this talk. And I'm in here on the episode I recorded before this. Like, is he going to make it? He's in Clubhouse doing all sorts of stuff right now. Yeah, the people ping me in. So there, there was like a vanilla ice thing and, and the app is so, funny. so early age. Like I get a notification and I'm trying to just cancel it and I go into the room by accident. So I'm keeping dragging <laughs> into these rooms. They're going to be like, he left our stage. He doesn't like us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, I, told, I, told, I told Mario and everyone else who's part of the team, literally, look, I'm going to be doing a podcast. Leave me alone for at least an hour. And then, then I'll, I'll come back onto Clubhouse. <laughs> Well, I am just, you dropped so many gems and I, I'm very excited to hear um, that crowdfunding particularly and building community um, is just like some key things right now that businesses can focus on. And I want them to not only just follow you on Clubhouse, but to connect with your company. Um, because like you said, there's a lot of things you don't need to figure out 
for yourself. And I feel like as entrepreneurs and founders, sometimes we stress ourselves out because we try to wear all the hats and you really just need to be focused on your zone of genius or that thing that you do really, really well. So how can people connect with you offline and then also give us your handles for social and um, for Clubhouse? Yeah, so um, if people want to connect with me, they can go to my website, samitpatel.net. Um, they can go to the agency website, jupio.com. And then on socials, I, I am Samit Patel. Um, it's literally my handle for everything. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that the, the biggest thing I'd say to people that are looking to connect with me is come prepared, right? Um, look into the industry. Don't just go, hey, I'm looking for funding and then this is my product. And then no context to it, which is what I get a lot of. So come with a plan. Understand what crowdfunding is. You know, there's free training on, on my websites that explain exactly the process. And necessarily, you know, we might might not be the right fit because like it, it like we charge a lot to work with us and like we don't work with everyone, but there's a lot of free resources on my blog. There's a lot of daily resources I post on Instagram, which has so much free content. And you can easily do a successful campaign if you just look over all these posts. So necessarily, we might not be the right fit because we work with brands as well. You know, we help Xiaomi and people like that launch products to the market. So only, you know, it's only worthwhile if you've got a good budget, if you've got a decent budget and you've come prepared and you've gone through all the different uh, free content that we have out there. Love it. And thank you so much. And like I told you guys, you're going to want to follow him. If not for anything else, follow him on Clubhouse. I found him early on. I get pinged into the best rooms. They have uh, so much value and the conversation is just great. I, I work to it all day. Look, Simon said he don't sleep. He's in there 16 hours a day. So, you know, he's in bed doing Clubhouse. So at some point during the day when you're following him, you're going to get some great content. So give him a follow. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll have all of his information for you in that caption look do yourself a favor and utilize his free resources don't, don't look don't say pr yourself for leah fraser sent you his way if you don't have your shit together i'm just being honest okay <laughs> so here's what you're going to want to do follow him on clubhouse but you know what you want to do with this podcast you want to subscribe leave us a rate rating and also review and you're going to want to share this one out this one is super important i'm seeing a lot of people that want to get into this type of thing and he is the expert he is the guru that you want to follow so share 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 tag us on social media so that we can share your wisdom and share your wins out to our audience and stay tuned and until next time <laughs>